that music introduced a five-minute video of work produced by the students themselves. It was an incredible mix of styles, from time-lapse to animation, from to-camera descriptions of life in lockdown, to video about the wildlife around Blackford Pond. Over the past few weeks, I've noticed that what's changed is that we've started to go for more walks up Blackford Hill. Then we see lots of wildlife, including rats, ducks and birds. There are loads of amazing views at the top of Blackwood Hill, you see over almost all of Edinburgh. The Academy is the brainchild of Graham Kitchener. It started just two years ago when the aim is to introduce young people to all aspects of filmmaking, acting, directing, filming, editing. But usually that involves putting teams together and going out on location, so after that became impossible, how did they cope? That's been a big challenge and took me a good month to figure out how we could achieve it. So what we decided to do was try to keep the main disciplines of writing and drama and production. We tried to keep those three things for the students. We give them a warm-up game when they first come and join us. We then set an ongoing script, so we choose uh, students each week to write half a page of an ongoing script. Goodness knows, I mean, be careful what you wish for. We'll see how that turns out. And then we'll also have example scripts where we'll do a, a workshop on characterisation. Today we are going to play the laughing game. And it's going to be the Zoom version of the laughing game. The only rule in the laughing game is that you are not allowed to laugh, of course. No laughing, no giggling, no smiling, no covering of smiles, Jack. That's a little tactic there. Nothing at all. The laughing game set the tone for what turned out to be a highly entertaining hour. Graham mentioned that each group was writing a script, but in a highly unusual way. Here's how it works. Goodney, our screenwriter, he wrote half a page to get the story started. And then a couple of students would get that half a page and they would continue the story. And as it goes along, those students that have had their turn at writing, they have no idea what everyone else has written. No idea at all. We've already decided on the two students who will complete the script. So they will get a few days in about three weeks' time to write the last half a page and finish the story. So um, Goodney says, um, so far it's going off in interesting directions. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows? And the nine to twelves, as well as the teens, they're, they're, everybody is getting this opportunity. So there's two sets of nine to twelves and there's two sets of teenagers. So we're going to have four very different scripts, but they all start with exactly the same half a page. So I'm really interested to see how that's going to work out. They also practice writing scripts during the session, using frames from comic strips, as Tutor Gutnir Benedictson explained to the class. So here we have a page with five panels of a comic book, but there's no dialogue in the bubbles. It's all just empty. What you see is that there's two people. There's a boy and a girl. The girl has this crazy hair. There's a little, like a monster creature here in the back who's eating something. They're, they're barbecuing something. And, uh, and they're having a conversation. And judging from their faces, maybe that could hint towards what the mood of the conversation should be. 
Each student has just seconds to come up with each new line. Here's the final result. Hey, look, Jimmy the monster's eating garbage again. At least he isn't eating all of our food. Yeah, well, at least we have this tender chicken. What would go well with it? Definitely not garbage. We should start throwing that out. He might finish it all. Hide it before he sees. Too late. This month alone, he's eaten two whole trucks worth of it. I know, it's great. You think he looks unwell? Yeah, he was really sick last night. You mean it's not good for me to eat garbage? I think he should go on a diet. Well, at this rate he should. Maybe that's not garbage, but the cure for something. Why would you even think that? <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> now that was dramatic. As far as filmmaking is concerned, the current situation has forced the young people to use their own resources. They have to make their own decisions about what they're going to shoot and how they're going to shoot it. And I can assure you that stop frame animation isn't easy, which is what one of them did. As Graham points out, it's had unexpected but welcome consequences. It's incredible how well the students have kind of embraced it in a sense and they're learning. This was totally unexpected. Their learning has evolved much quicker than when we're actually with them face to face. And I think it's because we're passing it over to them. We're giving them total control. They don't have us to hold their hands during the week. And so they have all the creative freedom that they could ever wish for. And some of the pieces that they are putting in are quite remarkable. Very moving. Some of them are very moving, very thought-provoking. Every day I hear the news. Numbers rising, then declining. How much more is there to lose? Less pollution, skies are clear. This diminution, ties draw near. Schools carry on, work handed out. We've got deadlines, hear a shout. Key workers around the world get no credit. We look in awe, we pause, re-edit. Real heroes aren't in comics. They're normal people, not bionics. Our lives have been disarranged. Let us embrace this newfound change. That piece, called Change, by Marvin Allen, is a perfect illustration of the maturity shown by some of the students. The one thing that's really hard to tackle online is editing. It's one thing to be working with an edit suite, something else entirely, trying to follow what someone is showing you by sharing a screen. So once again, they've had to fall back on their own resources. Editing takes such an enormous amount of time to be able to show them something that's relevant, something that they can really absorb and then go away and, and use would be quite difficult because the whole ethos behind the Film Academy is you learn by doing. You don't learn by watching. You don't learn by reading. You don't learn by listening. You learn by doing. So, for example, a camera, when a student first arrives at the Film Academy, I will hand them a camera and I will ask them to switch it on. And they've never seen this camera in their life before. And that's the kind of way we teach at the Film Academy. And, and I have to say, 
it's enormously successful. So to teach them editing is tricky because they can't go away then and physically do that. What I have done is we've guided them towards editing apps that are available free online so that they can edit their little films. And I'm there as a, a backup to them to teach them how to use that app. If you want to use a transition, this is, so it's a very basic form of what we normally teach them. And they've been using that. They've been using these online apps to edit the little films before they send them in. It's astonishing how much they've learned. It really is astonishing. The final thought from Graham Kitchener concerns just how lucky we are to have the facilities we have today. Do you know, imagine if this virus had hit us 20 years ago when we didn't have all of this online capability. What would we have done? Thank you.